whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello everyone, how you doing? Welcome to the Ballet Dance Life uh, podcast. We continue our mini-series of uh, solo episodes related to the business side of ballet dance. And today we will be listening to another lecture from my recent business course for ballet dancers, everything about gigs. Actually, today's episode will be about most common mistakes in communication process. Of course, I will be first related it to the gigs and potential clients to hire you for their events, but the same principles can apply to your communication with your students, clients who want to order costumes or jewelry for you, or any other related field. And in fact, in my business course, I put the whole section dedicating just to the communication process because this is very crucial element of a successful career. You may put effort in promotion, advertising, preparing your programs or crafting your services, but you don't pay attention much to the details of communication process and you may lose client, potential client, already after they got interested in your services, got interested enough to get the phone and call you or to open laptop or phone and send you email. You already did so much work and it would be such sad situation to lose them just because of some silly mistake in communication process. So in my course, I literally dedicate the whole section just to this phase of communication details before your gig. And this is going to be just one of the lectures from that section that you're going to hear right now in this episode. If you're interested in the whole course, I highly recommend to check it out. There are some more lectures as a free previews as well as detailed description of what you will find in the course itself. And, of course, don't forget about free step-by-step guide for your solo performance career. All this will be in the show notes as direct links, so you can click and find all information. And uh, right now, let's dive into one of the lectures from my recent business course for ballet dancers. So, finally, finally, your phone rings and someone calls you potential client, potential inquiry for your ballad and services. So, let's uh, focus on the uh, phone call as a sales person. process <laughs> in this case. And I know a lot of ballet dancers are really resistant to think about this kind of communication as a sales 
process as if like sales are something sneaky and bad and etc. But in fact, it's just a communication. And there are some principles uh, that you need to know to make uh, easy it for your client, first of all, to find out information uh, that they need and reasons why they should hire one or other belly dancer. It will be their decision at the end whom to hire. Your task is just to deliver information and lead them on the process because many people don't really know what to ask and how to choose a ballot answer, how to hire. So that's, in this case, sales process, uh, sales call. It's, it's your uh, job to help them to deal with this stuff. So some typical mistakes that uh, dancers do in their communication, and especially the initial phone call, uh, their first actual contact with potential client. One is that simply answering the questions, situation. Someone calls you like, uh, uh, hello, is it a belly dancer? Yes. Uh, how much does your show cost? 250. Silence. Nothing happens. Because person, client, they don't know what to ask you else. Maybe their first time answering your uh, hiring a belly dancer. They really don't know what kind of information to ask. And then you didn't lead them anywhere. Like you worked so hard to build that channel of promotion through which client not only saw you, found, but got interested to actually get a phone and call you. But then you stop there, like you, you stop that leading process. Uh, you just simply answer their question. So this is not a selling process. This is consulting process. <laughs> You're just basically simply consulting and giving the information that they directly answer to. Instead of other situation, the person calls you. Hi, hello, uh, is it a belly dancer? Oh yes, yes, how can I help you? Very simple question, how can I help you? It already breaks this, it relieves them from like pressure. Oh yeah, I called the right person. Yes, she's a belly dancer. And unconsciously it gives them message that they're here, they are welcomed to be helped here, that you are willing to communicate and actually help them. Very simple, but it's invitation for them to continue the conversation. Then they ask, oh, like how much is uh, your uh, program? One option, if you have like one price, you can answer like, oh, it's like uh, 250. What kind of event are you looking for? You're continuing information. Not only you are gathering <laughs> information for yourself. So once the person decides to hire you, you already know what kind of event, where, what kind of audience will be there, what kind of like music you will need to choose. All that happens a lot throughout the initial call. And very often whenever I talk on the phone for the first time with potential client who I have no idea if they will hire me or not, whenever I hang, even if they didn't confirm yet, but I know they have some interest, I will write all these notes somewhere for me in the paper with the date, potential date. And when they never in a week or so, in a few days they call me to confirm, I have all this written and I know and remember all the nuances that we talked right from the beginning. But the initial call, it's source of information for you. But what is also very important is you are leading them through the booking process. So they're not lost what to do and how to choose. They feel supported and they feel guided by you. What to uh, tell you 
and what to ask you. So the person could go, oh yeah, I'm looking for uh, this date. And then you can follow again. Oh yeah, uh, I actually have some bookings on this day, but I can do like this time. So they already a message. Or you are booked, for instance, if you actually booked, or you are like a requested dancer. Does this fit or not? Oh, but we were thinking, or we were not sure what time. You can work with their questions, give them information, and show your professionalism here too. In another situation, if you have different programs and person asks, oh, how much uh, does it uh, does your program cost? You can literally here explain like, oh, there are different options. There is one package for this and another package for this. What kind of event are you looking for? Again. You gave information, don't go into too like a uh, lot of details. Like if you have like five different packages, uh, you tell all in details like, oh, there's like a 20 minute or there is 10, uh, two sections by 10 with a five minute break in between. And then there is like a four uh, acts by 10 minutes with this kind of break, etc. No, you can always even start. Oh, there is the basic package of like this duration for this much. If you want longer program, there are extended programs too. You don't even maybe need to go into details of your like variations of programs, but you just give them idea and structure so they can easily, when they hear, can easily like picture more or less what is going on and happening. And then again, you are continuing the conversation with your questions. So not just give information, then wait for them to, uh, to either hang down or uh, answer you something else, you are involving them in the conversation. Then based on the uh, I, um, event uh, occasion, you can suggest, like if you have many programs and then they'll say, oh, like what are you looking for? Oh, it's a birthday party, like for me or for my friend. You can say, oh, I would recommend for birthday parties, I think based on my experience, this kind of like duration and structure is the base. Like let's say 20 minute nonstop uh, program is the best option because it uh, the uh, really like nicely flows. It's a surprise effect uh, and uh, it's a great engagement and there is no like sort of uh, unusual, like uh, unexpected break for people in the middle. That's the best option, but you can choose. We can discuss whatever fits your vision too. So you give options, you give recommendations uh, especially it will be important for people who are lost and they they just want to be a dancer, but they don't even know like how the show is happening, what it is. Uh, they just got this idea. So they can grab and hold on your recommendations, but at the same time, you, you give them the freedom of choice. They can actually choose if you have more than just one program uh, format, they can choose whatever they want. Or if it's a wedding, it will be like different thing. Or if it's a cultural event, you can suggest some other variation. Sometimes people are lost like, oh, but I don't know, I would, uh, maybe this program, uh, but maybe this program, I don't know what to choose. So like, they lay confused. What I usually typically say like, oh, just tell me what you want, how you see the dance performance. Don't worry about program structure, pricing, etc. First of all, just tell me what you are looking for. And then based on that, I'll tell you how we can make it happen, for instance. And then they give me either right away and they, oh, I need to think and write you email, but it's again, continuation of our communication. And then uh, they give me all their preferences. And then me as a professional dancer, I see, 
can I fit it in the, like, let's say, basic package of 20 minutes non-stop, or do I need to split it, or maybe I need to split it more than once, because uh, if it's different dance genres, or like too many props, if we are talking just about ballet dance, I cannot do it in one non-stop set, I need to have several with a costume change, and etc, 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 so I will suggest, and I can always say, oh, if you want really to keep, like, let's say your budget small, that's already about variations of programs. Like, if you want to keep your budget small, the best what I can do is like this. We can like, maybe I'm not fully meeting their like dream or expectations of what they want to see, but I give them, if you want budget is really like important for you, like this will, from professional point of view and from cultural point of view, this will be uh, appropriate program. This especially is important if you're dealing with uh, folklore dances as well as ballet dance, because sometimes people want like completely different folklore styles and ballet dance and then want to pay as little as possible. <laughs> so you need to understand that you cannot perform the same folkloric dance styles in the same costumes. Some you can combine and do some variations, but some they're like really different and there is no way I can do Persian dance and ballet dance in a non-stop set. I have to stop and switch costumes, it has to happen. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you give them the basic option, even if it's sometimes like not fully, you cannot incorporate everything. But then in this case, you can also say, oh, but if you do extended program, yeah, I know it's a little bit more expensive, but it will give me so much freedom and I can do absolutely everything that you wanted and it will look like this. And then you give option and then person decides what works better for them. But again, it's not I left them trying to figure out how can I put my dance program in this structure, but meeting their expectations and what they were looking for. I give, I lead them on, I um, uh, guide them on this process. So I ask what they want and then I reply. And then again, I ask next question like, oh, you have now two options. This will cost this much and it will look like this. This will cost this much and will look like this. What do you prefer? But even that can, this kind of like more detailed um, communication can happen literally within the, your first initial uh, phone call. It can happen sometimes in the follow-up emails or like next phone calls, but uh, this is something also, the principle that you always uh, trying to engage them in conversation. Do not, uh, when I say take initiative, it does not mean, uh, transform it into your monologue. So it's not like, oh, how much your dance program uh, cost? Oh, it's 250, it's a 20 minute, I start with a veil, then I do drum solo, then there is a audience participation, and uh, uh, I need to come this time, and I need to book you uh, uh, in advance for this, and the deposit is this, and then you said everything, absolutely everything. The person, all they need to do is to listen, passively listen, and then uh, you stop there and they was like, okay, thank you for consultation. That's, that's basically their unconscious reaction will be. And uh, uh, they kind of will feel uh, distance unconsciously, of course. I'm not saying that person will analyze this, etc. But your goal is not to transform it into your, the monologue and person passively uh, listens. Your um, 
task is to engage them, that they already feel that they are heard, their vision is clear to you, you are interested in details, and uh, that it will be really the best, like what you will, based on what you know and with questions you ask, you can offer them the best specifically for their event. Also, don't be shy to uh, give them some call to action. People buy from those who sell, not from those who just simply cons gives consultations. How it looks in practice, like you talk to the client, you give like basic uh, uh, question answers about the show and you kind of feel like it's getting to the logical end. Don't be afraid to say, let me know if you're interested in booking and then we can pro uh, proceed to booking details. You give them call to action. Are they interested in confirming the booking? Sometimes they will say, and very often, uh, if they went through the channel that you built uh, before, the promotional channel, and they already had some like persuasion from, from them, like, oh, you're a good uh, option for their event to, to be hired. And then they gave, had this interaction for the phone call, possibly, or email, can be email, we'll take a look later. Uh, so they may already decide on spot, yes, I'm interested uh, uh booking, what is the next step? Uh, or it can be a situation that they are not ready to decide immediately. Your ultimate goal is to close uh, the deal, let's say, <laughs> confirm booking as soon as possible while person is still in this uh, emotional space of like being engaged in the idea of hiring a ballet dancer. Uh, but at the same time, you need to understand that it may not happen immediately. They need to take a look at different options. They need sometimes simply to uh, rethink their budget. They need to consult, uh, talk to their friend, uh, husband, wife, uh, mom, dad, family in general. Uh, if it's event planner, they need to double check with actual clients. So it may not happen immediately, but you always trying to... Uh, um, continue the conversation. So never say, okay, uh, if anything, call me. That's one of the worst things that you can say because you're basically almost like letting the client go away. If they say, oh yeah, I'll, I'll think and I'll call you back. Depends on the uh, intonation of conversation. You can do two things. One thing I think you should do for sure is whenever you hear, oh yeah, I'll need to think and I'll call you back. You can always say, oh, do you want me to send any additional uh, information, maybe examples of my uh, videos? I don't know if you saw my website. That already will give you information. Their reply to this will give information how they found you. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, I saw your website. It's totally fine. Or it can be, oh no, I didn't see my your website. You can even ask there, oh, but how did you find me? That's information for you, which channels that you worked on actually work. But then you basically continue in the, the thread of communication. Then you can text or email them. Uh, in this case, you basically getting their permission to contact you unconscious even, and you send them videos so they can review, they can actually show something uh, to their wife, husband, whoever they need to talk, or even themselves, a gr uh, additional reminder of um, uh, who exact whose exactly phone number is that, who exactly they were talking to. Oh yeah, it's uh, this dancer. Oh, I remember now. Uh, but then you send this information and then don't be shy also next day, give them a reminder. 
uh, it doesn't need to be a phone call necessarily. And phone call may be annoying for some people, like, oh, why now the dancer is calling me? It can be literally a text message. You already have their phone or email. Oh, oh by the way, did you have a chance to uh, take a look and uh, let me know if you're interested in booking? Uh, it's a follow-up message uh, that uh, helps them to uh, sort of see that you remember them, uh, you care care about them, and it kind of re literally reminds because some people sometimes next day they already forgot they plan to call you, but life happens and they forgot, and now oh here you are you are oh yes so often I had this situation, oh my god, thank you, you you, you texted me because by some reason I lost your contacts. I remember about you, but like whatever happened to their phone, email, whatever, they couldn't find me again, they didn't write it down, they lost the text message or whatever happened. Uh, if they saw, for instance, all materials and they say, oh no, we don't need, uh, need to see anything additional and I did not send, but if I feel that there was a strong interest and potential in uh, actually confirming the booking next day, maybe in two days, but even the, the next day, it's a very good uh, time frame to send a little text or email like saying, oh, did you have a chance? Would you like to confirm uh, the booking? It's a great way to remind. Also this trick with um, sending additional material, it works really nice. Uh, with people who have concern about prices. So for instance, if it's a super short uh, conversation, uh, for instance, like uh, how much your services cost or 250, uh, like you're trying to, to, to con continue conversation, but they kind of like hang down like very quick and it's like, oh, okay, I'll think and call you back. Ask them, oh, do you want me to send you some videos and uh, some uh, um, photo or video examples of my work? Usually people say, yeah, sure, you can send me. And in this case, you're prevented situation that maybe they have no idea how you look or they never saw your videos and then they hear the price and they're comparing with someone else, like maybe uh, like they heard some other dancers, they were charging cheaper, but um, for them, it's only comparison on prices. Now, once you send them that you basically almost push them <laughs> to actually see your videos, now you're bringing another element of comparing price with quality. And this is a big leverage for you, especially if you're, as I said in many lectures before, your dance show has to be on point. It has to be super uh, like nice and constantly improving and evolving. So if it's like, Every time it's better and better and better. So uh, there has to be a point that your price actually matches your show. And emotional, whenever people see your promo videos or video of performances, uh, it needs to, or any promo material, it needs to have this emotional effect like, oh, it's not really that much for this. So the price itself, it may be a lot for them, but for this, for this kind of show, oh, it's not that much for this specific. That's the effect that you want to uh, achieve. So whenever a person, like you kind of feel it's a super short talk and you're not sure even if they really saw it because they may found, uh, uh, they may found your phone on the website, but maybe they didn't look through their website. They On the search, Google search, they right away reached the page that just with a contact. So in this case, you're kind of like giving them proof that okay, maybe you consider that's too much, that's why you hang right, right away, but it's not 
really considering the level of show. Uh, and another thing, whenever a person, for instance, say, um, if you're saying, to, this applies to everything actually. If you're saying you're gonna send now them any confirmation material, you need to send them right away now. So that's why I always bring in, brought your attention in previous lectures. You need to have links to your videos, links to actual photos, or photo files, or links to photos uh, right away prepared somewhere. So you literally has, you don't need to stop and, and spend another like half an hour or an hour to send person something. You can do it right away on the fly. And especially if you're maybe not at your computer, you don't have time to uh, to do it uh, right now, uh, to, to find those links, etc. But you need to have them ready on your website. And they, I even have a small template of message. Hello, it was nice talking to you a few minutes ago. Here is what you promised to deliver. And the same applies principle to uh, the uh, booking uh, contract. So very often, like uh, whenever you ask, oh, so let me know if you're interested in booking and then we can proceed to the booking details, the person very likely can say, oh yes, I'm interested, what's the next steps? And then you go into like, oh, I will send you a, a booking uh, contract, there is a uh, deposit. Uh, I will send all details via email. Can you please text me your uh, email uh, now? And always specify, I can send you draft of the booking agreement because of course booking agreement will be after person reviews and agrees. Uh, until they sign or uh, agreed on that uh, booking um, contract, uh, there still can be some changes that they may ask you. So first you send in draft. Also it takes pressure of them. Like, oh, it's not booking agreement. It's for now, it's just a draft. So I have freedom to review it still. It's also another little um, uh, trick just to have it unconscious ease in your communication with client. But uh, always specify, oh, I will send you a draft of booking agreement within the next half an hour and actually sit and do it if you're on computer. If you're not at home, specify, oh, I will send you tonight or, or I will send you by tomorrow morning. So people understand and expect in which, which, um, within which time uh, period, time frame, they will receive promised information from you. And if you promise something, actually do it. This applies if you promise to call them at this specific time, call them at this specific time. If you promise to send information, send booking agreement or take a look at something, always give a time frame so there is no expectation that it has to be immediate. That's very important because this is already setting boundary, boundaries uh, for you even too. Person may not know that you are not at home. You're not near your computer to send a booking agreement right now. They hang down. You said, oh yeah, I will send you a booking agreement. And then they are maybe sitting and waiting for you to send them. So they now review and close this question. You did not let them know that it's not going to happen immediate. And then they will get frustrated with you because, oh, but you said you will send me why it's not here yet. Whenever you say, oh, within half an hour or within like tonight or tomorrow or whatever you need to do with, with, within which time frame, then we are both on the same page and we set up this agreement that person knows within like half an hour. And always give a little bit extra for yourself. Like I know booking agreement, you, you have a template and we'll discuss like... Um, I'll give you, I'll share my example of booking contract uh, template. Uh, so for you, it may take five minutes. Still, give half an hour. What if you, while, uh, 
like put down the phone and someone called you some another phone call or right right away rings the phone or something else happened or your computer start being super slow or something happened so uh, always give extra space for those unpredictable things and the best way is to give like oh within a an hour or within a half an hour even if you know that it will be within five minutes it's better to uh, overdo and over deliver according to the expectations or they they waited within an hour but oh you right away delivered within five minutes rather than not fulfill expectations you asked uh, promised oh yeah within five minutes and then you sent in an hour from now uh, making clients uh, happy it's not about uh, pleasing them all the time but it's uh, first of all about making your job <laughs> easier because if the clients they are happy with your communication it will be way easier for you to deal with all details and with all nuances of the show and for them um, transform them into your future returning clients and your uh, promoters so uh, we have boundaries but whenever we can avoid any situation that we will by definition upset clients we will try to avoid those situations and this is one of the uh, maybe very basic things uh, to think about all those examples that I gave right now in this lecture but this is important to remember because a lot of uh, dancers unfortunately uh, do these kind of mistakes and then can't understand why uh, they either don't get uh, enough gigs or uh, they uh, in the beginning it was normal client and then suddenly it became like a monster <laughs> how to deal like they want so much from me and sometimes it's just because you did not guide them uh in a uh, best way for both them and you through this negotiating communicating process as well as you gave wrong expectations or it will be something immediate or everything will be satisfied or whatever uh, happened you you basically gave a wrong message that they can expect more that you are actually willing to deliver them but this is the couple of the most crucial typical mistakes in in communication specifically in the initial uh, phone call and now we'll dive deeper into all uh like further aspects of what can happen sometimes right during the initial call uh, of our communication with client and sometimes throughout of com our communication up till the point of actually uh, getting ready to the show so like we have confirmed now we are preparing the program for this uh, for this show if you're like me at some point you felt that belly dance was more than just a hobby you actually wanted to do it all the time and maybe even get paid for it like performing at restaurants or weddings i've been there and i know how frustrated you may be not even knowing where to start how to make it happen where to get clients how to transform this dream into reality that's why I've created a special step-by-step -step guide to help you launch and grow your solo performance career at local gigs in your area. This step-by-step -step guide is 18 pages of my suggestions on what to do first and in which order to make your transition into a professional dance world smooth and successful. And 
you can receive it for free. Yes, absolutely free. Simply check the link in the show notes to this episode or visit yanadens.com guide to receive the step-by-step guide and start building your professional dance life already today. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.